I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. You're listening to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. And I am so pumped to introduce you guys to my friend, Lissa Figgins, today. Lissa is a faith-led, life-planning, and time-management coach for busy Christian women, and she's the host of the Redeem Her Time podcast. She's a coach, as a host, facilitator, and speaker. She really helps so many women um, and equips them to be more present so that they can invest in who and what matters most in each season of life. And I know how often you guys reach out to me and you're like, I feel like a scatterbrain. I'm doing all of the things. I feel like no matter like how much I do, I never get it all done. I'm always running out of time. I'm not using my time well. So this conversation I know is going to be so helpful for you guys. Um, Lissa really discovered her passion when she found herself feeling like a lot of us has, have felt right, like frustrated, 
overwhelmed, exhausted by trying to do all the things. So instead, she ditched that never-ending to-do list and the constant distractions, and she really decided to make the best use of her time with her faith as her foundation, which I think is so beautiful. So in this conversation, we're going to talk about ways in which we can be more intentional with our time. Some of it is going to be mindset stuff. Some of it is going to be like practical stuff. But I believe that all of it is going to be stuff that you guys can incorporate and can start um, start you on a path of feeling like your time is being used wisely. Enjoy this conversation with Lissa. Lisa, welcome to the Calm Mom podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. We were talking just before we hit record that we feel like we scheduled this a long time ago and it's finally here. So welcome to the Calm Mom podcast. Thank you so much. Isn't it crazy how fast time flies? It really is. And it's also the perfect segue for what we're going to talk about today in being intentional about our time. So I love that. Um, Before we do jump in and talk about time management, especially from this different perspective, I think, than than what most women are usually hearing. I would love it if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the work that you're doing and how you kind of had this revelation to present our time management in this different way. Oh my goodness. I love, I love going back and thinking about who I used to be because I was not a calm mom back in the day. I so wish I had you in my ear when my kids were younger, but you know, it's okay. It's part of my journey and how God is using me. So my name is Lissa. And I always like to say it's Melissa without the M E because it's not about me. So that way people know how to pronounce it. And yeah, like, I think a lot of times we get where we are by doing things the hard way. And in my case, it was by trying to do all the things and to cram all the things into the little bit of time that I had. And to be honest, like that was not a good plan. You know, when I think back, I I was an army wife and my husband's also in law enforcement. So that has its own, you know, set of, of struggles. And I was a teacher, I was a ministry leader, a mom, a business owner. And it really just got to the point, like my life was way too busy. And what I found was, I I remember sitting one time at one of my daughters was, was she was taking um, horseback riding lessons. And I remember feeling like I am here on the outside. I'm sitting in this seat, right? I'm showing up on the outside. I'm getting my kids where they need to be, but I'm not really here. Like who I am. Like I I really wasn't fully present anywhere. And so no one was getting much of me, including God, my family and myself. Right. And so that went on for a little, well, longer than it probably should have. Right. And, and I knew something had to change because I started seeing that it was affecting different areas of my life, right? Like it was affecting my faith. It was affecting my relationships, whether that was family or friendships, it's affecting my work, my wellness, my home, and like ultimately my joy. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> mom was not always the fun person to be around because I was trying to cram so much in and just get people shuffled around. And And so that's really when God like tapped me on the shoulder and was like, are you done doing it your way? (laughs) Right. And, you know, and he just really like, it it really, for me, and that actually, when it happened, I remember it was the year I was turning 40. And I just remember like kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, I can't believe I'm here already. Where has the time gone? And I just really had this, like this impression on my heart of just, we'll start using time intentionally. Like start living it for me, start using the gifts and things that I've given you and not just be in survival mode, but be in a thriving and a flourishing and a really, you know, truly serving mode. Mm -hmm. And so that's when God really showed me like, 
I needed to redeem my time because if I didn't, it was just going to fly by. Right. And that takes intentionality to create space for the things that matter and deliberately remove things that distract. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. So I'm an organizer. Right. And so I'm like, okay, great. I'll get like the fun planner. I'll get like the colored markers, whatever. Like, it's just going to be, you know, I'm just going to have everything all pretty. And, and I really learned along the way, like, it's not about, it's not about all of that because busy isn't just a disordered schedule or to-do list. It's really a disordered heart. Wow. And so that's really what led to what I do now with redeem her time. Like, you know, now as a time management coach, I call myself a priorities protector and a recovering to-do list girl. Like I want to help other busy Christian women to be more present, to be able to identify like who and what matters in this season, right? So these moms who are listening right now, you are in a season of motherhood right now. And so some things matter more than others or look different because of the season you're in. And I'm just here to tell you, your kids are going to grow up and move out of your nest, which I know right now may feel like that day is never going to come, but it will be here before you know it. And then you're going to have different priorities and different things to do with your time. So we really want to look at our time, like in the season we're in and also in light of eternity, Mm. right? Like knowing like, this is not all there is. And, and I'm not just here to be a mom, right? Like I am here to be a daughter of the King and I'm here to build his kingdom and to be doing things in light of what will last longer than me, right? What will last into eternity. And so really what I love is like helping women discover, especially busy moms, you really do have all the time you need for all you're called to, even though we tend to say like, oh my gosh, I never have enough time. <laughs> yeah. This is so refreshing because I think so often when we think about time management, it's always like productivity and it's always more and it's always busier. And I love that you're just really challenging us in how we define productivity. And it's so, so good. So I'm so grateful that you're, you're filling this space. Well, I've actually coined a new phrase because yes, I kept running into the word productivity as well. And that was me back in the day. Like I would say the first half of me figuring this out, even after, you know, the turning 40 thing, it was about productivity and it was just doing more. And I thought, great, I'm doing great. I'm checking boxes. I'm being intentional, but really it's shifted from productivity to purposivity, right? Like, am I being purposeful? Yeah. So to try Googling it, I don't know if it'll come up. It'll probably tell you you're spelling it wrong and try to send you back to productivity, but yeah. Like, do I know why I'm here and why, what my my purpose is in this season? And then am I living in alignment with that? Right. And, and that makes all the difference that gives like meaning to the mundane, right. That gives like purpose to even the painful times that gives like joy just in the journey when the days feel really long, but the years go by really fast, you know, it's just having that bigger perspective. Yeah. So that's why I dive into our heart first. And before we ever dive into our calendar, because if you don't first prioritize what matters and what matters in this season and specifically what God is calling you to, then you're, you're just, you know, spending time doing whatever things come your way. And that's, that's not really going to fix the problem. Yeah. I love that. And what I'm hearing kind of woven into all of this is just such beautiful permission and invitation that you have for all of us to just slow down and to be okay with that and to not associate it with being lazy or unproductive or whatever like society wants to throw on it, but embracing the power in the slowness. I think that's, that's really beautiful. And the purpose, how do you say it? Purpose, purposivity. Purposivity. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Well, I think I, I think I quote you quite a bit because you talk a lot on your podcast about, and maybe I, I might not say it exactly the way you do it. So correct me. Cause I know you have a certain way you say it, like awareness precedes change. 
right? Yeah. Awareness precedes choice and, and choice. choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's the whole thing, right? When we're busy, when we're all, always going, 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 when we're adding more to our plate, we are not aware, right? Yeah. So yeah. we may not even be aware there's a problem. I mean, we probably know like, this isn't how I like life feeling, but we just kind of think this is just how it is. This is just mom life. This is just trying to balance working kids. This is just, you know, the challenges of living in a fallen world. Mm. You know? And so I think, yeah, when we're so busy, we can't even hear God's voice, you know, because we're just hearing the voices of everyone and everything around us. And yeah. it's that getting quiet and then learning even in that, how to quiet our spirits so oh. that we turn off the, our internal voices and can actually just be and listen and let him fill us and direct us. Oh, Lisa, that's, so yeah, good. that's the key, right? It's so good. That's and like so much better, right? It's so <laughs> good. I waste so much time. <laughs> it's even like bringing me peace just, just hearing you talk about it. I feel like moms kind of wear this badge of honor of how busy they are. And maybe it's true that they carry so much of, you know, the day-to-day tasks. And like, I don't know if anyone's really busier than a mom who's also running a business with small children and a family and all of the things. So I wonder in the work that you do, like, what are some of the challenges that you see, particularly for, you know, busy moms and creating time for themselves each day? Yeah. Well, first I want to go back to that busy because what was coming to my spirit as I was listening to you is I think busy is a choice. Yep. Just like I would tell my kids in the summertime, they're if they said, I'm bored, I'm like, well, that's just you choosing to be bored. That's right. Like, <laughs> yeah. There are a thousand things you could do. And especially now, you have so many more access to so many more, you know, things you can do. So I really think busy is the same thing. Because if we look at Jesus, right, like he only had 33 years on earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. But really, he only had three years of ministry to like tell people everything that he wanted to tell them about the kingdom and save the world, essentially, right? Like we complained about 18 years with our kids not being enough time. Jesus had three years, right? But you look at his life. And he was, he was very intentional. He was doing things, but he was never busy. Right. And he had space. And what I love is that his almost entire ministry was like interruptions, right? It was like, he's on the way somewhere and someone's asking him a question or somebody's coming up and touching his robe or somebody's, you know, Hey, come to my house or whatever. And so it wasn't like, here's what Lisa would do if that was me. Okay. Well, let me pencil you in. I've got time for you next week at three o'clock. I'll circle back this way or, you know, I'm coming to town next, you know, next month or, you know, like, yeah. I would so be like, I've already got a plan. Sorry. You can just kind of follow the crowd here if you want. And, you know, maybe I'll get to, you know, talk to you later. But so, yeah. So anyway, just, I don't think even, even someone who is a mom and has a career or a business and they're serving at church and all these things, I, I don't think we have to say that we're busy. I, I do really think it's a choice. So, and I just think it takes intentionality and, and focus. And and really want to come back to this real quick. One of like what my like what my program and my philosophy is built around is Ephesians 5, 15 through 16, which says, look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Mm. And I love that verse because there is such intention in it. Like you have to look and you have to be careful, right? And then you're looking at how you're living and what's wise and what's not wise. And, you know, and recognizing, yeah, there are a lot of difficult things. So I think that was the question you're asking, like, what are some of the challenges? Yep. Right. And, you know, we live in a really busy and distracting world. And I think there are so many things competing for our attention. I like to call them the shuns. We have Mm -hmm. obligations, we have expectations and we have distractions, that's right? So 
obligations are the things that we think we need to do. Right. And, you know, and, and granted, yes, we do have roles as, as wives, as moms, as business owners or career women, as church leaders, as whatever we're called to. Right. But an obligation is like that, you know, I have to do this and I have to do this. And and then we feel like, you know, if I don't, I'm letting myself down, I'm letting others down. I'm, you know, obligations usually are not seen in a positive light. Right. Right. Yeah. Then we have expectations and oftentimes they're from other people. Usually I feel like the obligations are like the internal things and the expectations are the ones from the other people around us. Mm-hmm. Right. And they could be well-meaning love people who really love us, but they have expectations about what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And when we're going to be, you know, able to be with them or serve them or do whatever they think we should be doing or, you know, and then we've got distractions, which there are external ones. I mean, we carry this device called our phones, you know, like an extra appendage, yeah. <laughs> you know, and literally all day long, you could be distracted like 24 seven, you know, if, if you're giving your attention every time that thing rings, dings and pings. But even without that, I mean, just like, just, I don't know, you just, you listen to things, you know, you watch things, you, you know, there, there's a culture that's, you know, putting all their stuff on us. And then of course we have our internal distractions, right? My fear, my guilt, my self-sabotage, my laziness. Like, so I just, you know, we, we need to be aware coming back to your word, right. Of where am I giving in and saying yes to the obligations, expectations, and distractions, because everything you say yes to is saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. And I think we often underestimate how much time we're actually giving away to less important things. Yeah. Yeah. It, It is a huge awareness and it's a huge change in our patterning because when we've been going at this, you know, quote unquote, busy speed and pace for so long, it can be, it can feel overwhelming. I think to be like, wait, like, how do I even slow down? Where do I start? Is it really hard for you to relax if the house is a mess? Are you someone who cleans when you're stressed out? Maybe you're an overachiever. You tend to work a lot. You're always busy. Are you really responsible? Are you a rule follower? Maybe it makes you really uncomfortable when others don't follow the rules. How about detail? Do you have a good eye for it? Do you hate being late? You might have thought these were all just parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And then over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we often think of as our personality is this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what is blocking who you are. The good news is that once you take the quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and you can live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. You know, in, in the clients that you coach, like what are some ways that you think the moms listening who feel like they don't want to be 
busy anymore. What are some ways that they can try to find that time each day to have those moments of stillness and be more intentional and more purposeful with their time? Yeah. First, it's uh, like I said, it's always going to start with the heart, right? Busy is not a disordered schedule or a disordered to-do list. Although those things are tools that I do get to once we, once we work on the heart first. And I think one thing we need to do, I know this is my story. And so I I think a lot of your audience could probably resonate to this is feeling like my value comes from my doing. Yes. I'm a good mom when I, you know, make the, you know, the homemade, whatever. I'm a good wife when I da da da. I'm a good, you know, business person or, you know, client or whatever, you know? And so it's, it's releasing that of saying my value is not in that. I know who I am and whose I am. And I let that guide how I spend my time. And, and there's an element of like trusting that well, uh, first knowing we have limits and we can't do it all. Even if we wanted to, we can't mm-hmm. and trust that, that God is going to give us, you know, enough of what we need. I have this post-it note. It's really funny. Uh, one of my clients the other day reminded me that I told her this. And so she put it in a post-it note and I was like, I think I need that post-it note too. So I'm going to read it. Cause it's sitting right next to my, my, my computer. It says, God has given me an abundance of time to do the things that are important today. Mm. Right. Like I think we think it's all up to us. And so I have to figure out a way to be faster and, you know, more efficient and da, 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 whatever. And, and really, well, yes, there is intentionality and there is that piece of it, but you know, so, so first it's starting with the heart, right. And, and taking responsibility that the, the current results that I have right now, the current way that I feel about my time is my choice. It is a consequence, good or bad of the choices I've made up till now. Mm. And so I think first, you know, it's, it's the, okay, so I have to take responsibility because nobody else is going to do this for me. You know, chances are your husband or your kids or, you know, your church or your your boss or whatever, are not going to come to you and say, I think you're too busy. Why don't I start doing some, you know, take some things off your plate. Like they're probably not going to do that. I think it starts here and, you know, you're never going to find the time, you know, like when we say like, oh, you know, when I find the time, you know, or if I had time, right, we have to make time. And I'm thinking about your mom's. Right. So think about before you had kids, you probably were not sitting around twiddling your thumbs and thinking, you know, maybe I should bring this, you know, this living being into my life. That's going to consume me 24 seven that I'm going to, you know, sacrifice and give so much time, money, attention, love, pain, whatever to for like 18 plus years and you know, whatever, like, but what happens when that baby is put in your arms, it didn't matter how quote unquote busy you were before that moment you make space for that child. Yes. Why? Because there's value because this is what you're called to in this season. So it's never about finding time or having time. It's, it's making time, you know, and I just, just want to give your mom's permission. Like we talked about permission earlier to put you on the list at the top because yes. you can't pour out from an empty cup. But what do we do is moms, we get up and it's like, from the minute we got mom, I need this, honey, I need this. Will you do this? You know, and then we're trying to get to work and, you know, we come home and then it's just, you know, and again, they are only going to get a piece of you because you're giving pieces of yourself all over the place. And there's, there's nothing left there. Right. So really that permission to put you on the list at the top, fill your cup first. And that may just come in just a couple of minutes. Like I love the podcast, Hello Mornings, and they have this philosophy. It's like a three minute morning ritual. Hmm. You move for a minute, you pray for a minute and you plan for a minute. Like what busy mom can't do that. Right. But like, think about even what difference with three minutes make in your morning. And so 
there ain't nobody listening right now that can tell me you can't find three minutes in your morning, right? right? Like that's, that's a choice. And so, you know, so sometimes I think we think it has to be like this hour long quiet time and a 40 minute workout at the gym. And then, you know, like the most ultimate smoothie, you know, like, you know, but it doesn't, it really, sometimes it's just that intention of just, you know, stretching and praying and, you know, breathing in deep. And, you know, you teach these things, those things all the time. And then it just refreshes your spirit to go on in your day. But it's, yes. it's realizing I have to fill up before I pour out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody suffers when we take good care of ourselves, right? <laughs> well, actually, I feel like it's so I feel like we we say, well, it's selfish for me to like do stuff for myself. And it can go to an extreme where it is, right? And I will, I will say that. But when, when nobody's getting the best of you, when they're only, only getting like part of you or pieces of you or like this, you know, very little because your tank is so low, yeah. I feel like that's selfish. Yeah. I feel like if, if I could fill up so that I could pour out more fully to you, like that would be the self, that would be like the serving thing, yeah. you know? So I think it's just really yeah, looking at it from the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Than what we typically like, do, right? You have a gift for that. <laughs> You're like preaching now. It's like you have a gift for looking. That's I'm talking to myself too, girl. You know, okay. like I have to be reminded of these things, you know. So, yes, that first thing is going to be that awareness, the permission, and all of that. And then I kind of have like a little fun thing as I was thinking about your moms. I was like, okay, I know we always talk, you know, about like monkey see, monkey do. Okay. It's like a little thing that I put together called mommy see, mommy ask, mommy do. Okay. So I thought that'd be easy to remember because my brain needs like the shuns. I need the ways to remember things. <laughs> So mommy C is like the noticing, right? Like you just like, how am I feeling? Like, where am I frustrated? What things keep happening over and over again that I'm letting slide, but they kind of, but they keep bothering me, you know, like pay attention to those things because here's what happens when we don't pay attention to things in the moment or as soon as possible, right? One day it will demand our attention and it will always cost us more time, energy, attention, focus, whatever down the road. And then we really, you know, are going to have to not be doing, not be serving the way that we want to. And, you know, I talk in my, like in my, in my framework about the eight key areas of your life. So your faith walk, your family, which is going to include your marriage, your kids, you could, you know, think about extended family and things like that, your friendships, which yes, busy moms, those should be, those are intentional things, right? We need them, your service or work, your stewardship, which is going to be like your time and, and money, your wellness, your passions, which is one of those things like, you know, my life was all about what's the next fun activity I can do for my kids, but not like really building in like what brings me joy and what like sparks me and what gets my creativity going and things like that. And you're, you're dwelling, right? Like your home and things like that. So here's what I find in those eight areas. If I'm not paying attention to them and they're going to be, you know, it's not like it's equal time for equal, you know, every single one, but mm-hmm. if I'm not paying attention, it will demand my attention one day. Right. So, so where do I have a few minutes that I can give attention to something that I'm noticing needs it mm-hmm. uh, and paying attention to, to where time is just kind of leaking out that maybe you're not noticing, you know, like, yeah, when, when am I grabbing food or when am I reaching for my phone or, you know, kind of starting to notice, like, where am I giving my time to less important things? You know, where am I like, you know, I'm wow, that scroll turned, I thought it was going to be like five minutes and it turned into like, you know, 50 or so that first one is mommy see like noticing. Then once you notice, then you can do mommy ask, right? So now you're saying, okay, so what matters? So I'm noticing how I'm feeling. I'm noticing these things, but like what really matters most right now in this season. And I like to think about this, like what's going to matter in this, in this a year from now. Mm-hmm. or a month from now or a week from now or a day from now or an hour from now like how often have you like made a decision 
And, you know, and like an hour later, like it didn't even matter that you did that. Right. right? <laughs> you know, so, okay. Maybe, maybe there are some places where we're just, we're just doing busy work, right. Where it's like, we're doing it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I love the book, the one thing by Gary Keller. And it's a really simple question. So I'll, you're all going to summarize the entire book in one sentence. So you don't have to read it, mm-hmm. but you can ask this question anytime. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier, unnecessary. And I like to add like, or better or whatever words you're going for, like more peaceful or joyful or whatever, like just pausing in the moment to ask that question will save you time and energy spent on things that are not going to lead you in that direction or not really make a difference. Mm, Right. Yeah. And then the next, the last one then is mommy do. So now that I know what matters, okay, five, four, three, two, one, go like Mel Robbins, five second, like just do something, right? Like, even if it's just like, you know, the three minute morning, you know, thing, you know, like you can always do more, but what if you got consistent with three minutes a day? Gosh, you do a week, even if you just did five days a week and not seven, that's 15 minutes that you weren't doing before at all. That's right. So I have this friend of mine, she decided that she was going to walk six minutes a day. So, (laughs) and like, she lives in Colorado. So she has different seasons of weather that she has to like, you know, think about. And she had COVID and she had like European vacations. I mean, she had a lot of things that happened. The last time I checked in with her, she had done 1,130 days in a row. Now, six minutes is not a big deal. Like there is literally no excuse. It didn't matter what the weather was. It didn't matter how she felt like she could go walk for six minutes, you know, and, but think about what that's built in her to do it over a thousand days in a row. Right. And it felt like something so small, but here's where like that small action done over time can really make a big difference. And she's like, I am healthier than I have ever been. And I'm only walking six minutes a day, you know, like it doesn't have to be super hard. So review mommy C notice what like needs your attention. Mommy ask like, okay, so what really matters? What would make a difference here? And then mommy do five, four, three, two, one, go like, just do something. Well, that is brilliant. And I feel like you need to trademark that or something that is so I might. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. And I especially, I love all of it, but especially in that last part of mommy do, it's like, I know in Zachariah, it says, do not despise small beginnings. Right. And that's yeah. what I always try to like encourage women. It's like, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be this big overwhelming morning routine. That's just you know, you do it once and then you're like, okay, that's not sustainable. Five minutes is powerful. Three minutes is powerful. And the the true transformation comes in doing it consistently. Right. So we want to make mm-hmm. sure that we're able to, to do that. So man, that is so good. Mommy see, mommy ask, mommy do girl, you're onto something. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. So here's where I want to kind of end, end our conversation today for people who are listening and are like, okay, she, it feels like she's speaking to my soul like is she looking in my window in my windows <laughs> as i go through my morning because i'm so quote unquote busy but i'm feeling convicted and i've known for a while that i don't want to live like this anymore it's not good for me it's not good for my family it's not good for my marriage it's not good for my faith how how and what are some ways in which we can start to transition from being someone who's obsessed and running around with their to-do list and finding yeah. their value in their productivity to actually allowing the spirit to guide our time and, and be intentional in it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be doing less, right? Like the first step is going to be slowing down, getting alone, which I know is sometimes a challenge for busy moms, but you can find a couple minutes, right? And whether that's, I'm going to get up a few minutes before, before my kids get up, you know, and yes, are there mornings when they get up sooner than you thought? Of course. 
but there's, you know, there are child training things you can do there to say, this is mom time. If you see me sitting here doing this or whatever, or maybe it's just, you know, during nap time, or maybe it's, you know, when you're in the bathroom, right. You can grab a couple of minutes, but just making sure you have some time, even if it's just, you know, a couple of minutes to slow down, to get alone, to get quiet. And I like to say like, do the three P's. So ponder on his truth, right? Like, like we tend to pick, like get up and then it's like, we grab our phone. And so now it's like the world's way is what's feeding our mind and what's fueling our priority list for the day. And, you know, squeaky wheel or the biggest fire or whatever, like just, you know, even if it's just one verse, I have this morning verse that I've recorded my voice reading on my phone and it literally takes like 30 seconds to listen to it. I listen to it while I make my coffee and it just like sets my mind in a place of like, yeah, this is what, this is where I'm headed. This is what God says about me. Love um, I, so ponders word. the next one is plan your day or week. Like I do feel like no matter how, especially if you're busy, but even if you feel like, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom. And I've got, you know, I have flexibility all day long. There still is that intention around what, where our time is going. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it doesn't have to be like, I have every, you know, five minutes blocked off or whatever. Right. But, but having like, this is what, so that I, intentionally and putting my priorities in a place in my day or in my week, this is kind of what the flow looks like. Right. And there's always flexibility. I always say do it in pencil because you know, life happens. And sometimes we need to be open to interruptions. Like we talked about with Jesus. Right. And then discern, is this interruption invitation Mm. or is this a distraction? Because there were interruptions that Jesus said no to particularly like the Pharisees who were just trying to get him, you know, snagged in their little traps and, you know, so not every interruption means that we have to, you know, stop and give it our full attention. We have to discern, you know, what that is. And then really just praying like and asking the spirit to lead you, you know, and Proverbs that love, it talks a lot about plans says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Mm -hmm. Right. Like not just keeping my plans in my hands, Mm -hmm. um, but they're always better there. And the heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps, you know, and like, yeah, I want that foundation. I want him to establish you know, I love that word is in both of those, because if it's on my own, it's going to be shaky and yes. that's not what I want. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I, all of it. And I've had this kind of mantra and reminder to myself, even as I've gone through the, all the transition over the last year, it's like what I am trying to build on my own, I'm going to have to sustain and it doesn't work, but mm-hmm. what I allow him to build, right. And just move to his rhythm and by his direction, then he'll sustain it. And that is that that's what this whole thing is, right? It's just like submitting and surrendering to that different pace and not feeling like we're the ones who have to do more and show up and really manage time because he exists outside of time, right? So we don't have the same the same constraints. It's it, this is beautiful, beautiful messaging that you're sending and work that you're doing. So I, I thank you for filling this space. I thank you for taking time to be with us today. Guys, Lissa has so many resources for you. She also has her own podcast and I'm going to link everything in the show notes, but Lisa, why don't you take a second and let people know where they can find more of you and learn more about what you're offering. Cause I, I bet there's a whole lot of mamas listening right now who can use what you're, what you're sharing. And I, I always try to say, what do I wish I would have known when I was a young, busy mom, right? Yeah. Like, and let my, let someone else's hindsight, let Michelle's hindsight, right. In the stage she's at in the growth that she's done be your foresight, you know, like let people like Michelle and I help shorten the learning curve. So you don't have to learn the hard way by making all the mistakes that we did. So yes, yes, always have someone a little further down the road 
in your life because that just gives you perspective and helps you know, like this isn't forever and this is normal and this is, you know, but it doesn't have to stay that way too. So yeah, the podcast, the redeem her time podcast is probably one of the best places to find me because there's content coming out a couple times a week. And if you're listening to this, you probably already like podcasts. So, you know, just take it along wherever you're going in your day. I do have a free quick little guide. It's called redeem your time in five minutes. So I thought, th- thought that might be perfect for busy moms, because sometimes you're just in that moment and you're like, I feel like I have a bazillion things I should be doing and, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so it's just a way to like focus your mind on truth to really prioritize. Okay. That with that one thing question, what matters most, what am I going to do about it? And then do some, and then do that. Right. And so instead of wasting a bunch of time or then going and defaulting to binging, you know, <laughs> Netflix and the ice cream on the couch, cause you're like forget it. I'm not doing it. Uh, you know, then like, okay, so now I can just be intentional about where, where my time intention is going. So you can find that on the website or you can go directly to redeemhertime.com forward slash five. Okay. And yeah. And grab that. Beautiful. And we'll, we will, we'll put all of that in the show notes. So it makes it easy for you guys to find, because I agree just a five minute reminder. I think everyone listening can benefit from that kind of like our little compass, right? It can like re redirect us to, to continue yes. to make sure we're being aligned and intentional with our time. I love it. Lisa, I, I want to have you back. I want to talk more about boundaries. I want to talk yeah. more about how we can protect our time to make sure that we are using it in the way that we're called to do, but really grateful for you today. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I love that God like reaches out to us and says, I am with you. Will you be with me? And it's that divine invitation that is inviting our participation. And that's what makes life different than the way the world does it, right? And that's what can make our time look different. So I trust it's been a blessing today. Thanks so much. Amen. I love that. If you love mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.